Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> I sleepy. So what'd you watch? <laughs> Finish fucking Gladiators. No, I have not finished Arnold. I will though. But Amazon Prime, Arctic Void. <laughs> Some mini doc. It is not is a, it mini- a mega doc. It was a sci-fi thriller boat somewhere Arctic. You know, I thought like Norway, but then I'm leaning more towards like it was maybe like Russia. I don't know, but it was a big mix of people. But the main characters were like a brother who did a TV show other brother was the producer and they had a cameraman they just hired to do this episode you think it's like magnetism in the earth makes these people disappear off a boat it gets crazy it's fine it was an okay movie but i'm going to avoid the voids anything with void in the title i'm just gonna say no for a couple years what about the void is that the one with the masks and the shape yeah that touched you in a different way than i felt about it i loved it you were all about it it wasn't up my alley at the time. I didn't feel it the way you felt it. Oh, man. I and then, you know, the Enter the Void was like... I don't think that's a strong comparison. Something else, but then Arctic Void. I'm just saying, personally, I'm avoiding the voids for a hot minute. It's a personal choice. Just And, you know, that's not even the best way to do it, but I don't care. I look for patterns. Always looking for the pattern. But yeah, look for a pattern and a void. Arctic Void wasn't horrible. I thought I recognized the main guy. You know who he was? The cop from Super Troopers, like the he was the redheaded one. With the, it was one of the city cops. The city cop with the mustache. He's like, "Hey, bear fucker!" Oh, like he's no, the one who's I like, remember that. "Honey, get me some TP." The the TP one at the station. No, I, it's not gonna. But it's just crazy because I was like, "Man, this guy's been in some stuff." And I was like, "That's the cop from Super," and he's been in other. I things. love that when you look something up on IMDb, <laughs> and the reason you know who it is is such an obscure. <laughs> Like, well, that's for one we one reason or another. I've seen Super Troopers that many times to where one of the city cops, who isn't it quite a bit in Super, but you know how many people have seen Super Troopers that many times to recognize the city cop who's someone who's like, bear fucker. I don't know. <laughs> uh, around the time it came out, I think we were still into buying them. Nobody buys fucking movies anymore. And if you do, you buy like this intangible thing. I don't even remember the movies I own that aren't physical. Yeah, you just jump on something like Amazon. You're like, oh, my library. Oh, yeah. I think I have like 10 or 15 movies on Google Play. Oh, that's really way random. Back. Oh, yeah. it's what, like Spun? <laughs> that's no. actually oh, probably God, too far. No. no, I think it's like the first new Star Wars movie. <laughs> Is that much older than that's older than Spun? No, no, that's not older than Spun. Not older than Spun. Oh, well, then no. Got Force you. Awakens. Yeah, I think is. Sorry, like, yeah. I went back to. I think I have Rogue One on there as well. Okay, sorry, I went back a little further. Yeah, it was to me that's that, still like, the newer one. And oh, I was man. still at a time where, like, you know, I'd go see something in a theater, and there wasn't so many movies that, like, I would be like, "Oh, it's coming out. I'm gonna buy it." I only do that to Christopher Nolan movies now. <laughs> <laughs> you have not been into Oppenheimer yet. This is the first time I've heard positive Oppenheimer out of you. That's because the first trailer didn't tell me anything about the movie. I'll watch any Christopher Nolan movie. (laughs) 
I watched I Dunkirk know. more than once, and it's just it's okay. Yeah, I like 1917 better than Dunkirk. Sorry, just for the comparison, because Midway, uh, another like kind of modern world work, but Midway was a remake, I guess. The the, the old one is. Well, it just felt like movie making, like me watching movie making. Like mm. Dunkirk was it was fine, but it was like watching someone do Spielberg to me a little bit. You know, <laughs> like any, any war movie, I'm just like, well, I mean. All of my context of a great war movie is practically all Steven Spielberg, Robert Zemeckis, Forrest Gump. <laughs> Sometimes it rains. Sideways rain. <laughs> Big old fat rain. <laughs> I watched The Conjuring 3, and it sucked. It's not very good. Which one was 3? Oh. The Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah. That was the one that was on HBO yeah. Max, right? It had been a long time. I yeah, haven't yeah. seen it. It's still on HBO Max. That's kind of what I was in the mood for. Uh, wasn't very good. Two creeped me out more than three did. Two creeped me out more than one did. Really? I think so. I think... I didn't find the nun creepy at all. They're pretty close. But two was the more nun-centric of the two. Yeah. And then the nun. That's what I mean. The nun was fine. It's okay. Yeah, it was creepy. I'm not gonna lie. It got me a couple times. She's tall and scary. That face, man. Oh. Oh, wait. Real quick. This is how many movies I've watched... And where I'm at in my head. In the last week? Well, no, no. Just in general. <laughs> I'm sitting in my room gaming it, right? Got the headset on, talking to people. I'm always on the lookout, whether it be like zombies on the loose, paranormal activity. You know, I'm just always like noises, whatnot. I see my door handle move out of the corner of my eye. And then I watch it move again, and then it pushes. But like, the little one wouldn't do it like that. But then it came back. I stood up, put my shit down, and like, got in a stance. I was approaching the door and I was like, who's that? <laughs> Olympia opens the door and she's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, you can't open and shut the door like that. <laughs> I was like, she was like going to come in and then she was like, eh. And then. Yeah. But the, like the lack of noise that it made and just the odd motion of it. I was like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is it? Because it was later. She's normally not up at that time. Little one doesn't open it like that. I thought shit was going down. And she's like, what? You're going to fight a ghost? <laughs> I'm like, you don't know me. That's a fair point. I would have to agree with <laughs> you. You don't know me. <laughs> um, hey, man. So I haven't had any moments where I thought something supernatural was happening. It's so <laughs> long that I like, I'm kind of bummed out about it. Really? Yeah. Every now and then we get some weird shit and it's, you know, could be in my head, could be something, who knows. But I was just prepared. And when you see the door handle turn, and I'll tell you, man, it didn't even go past the click click. You know what I mean? And then went back with no noise. Hell yeah, I'm trying to fight a ghost. <laughs> the last time I remember it, we were in Colorado in a giant Airbnb. Like, we rented a house that was far too big mm -hmm. for two people. I remember getting up in the middle of the night and realizing just the sheer size of this house in the middle of the woods with all these open windows. And I yeah, was like, nah. oh, fuck. No. Like, and it was something I hadn't felt since I lived in West Virginia, where you're like, you feel exposed even though you're the most isolated you could possibly be. Did you feel the the nope? Were yeah. you getting nope? I went back to bed, like, a, you know, like a, <laughs> like I was going to hide under the covers because I thought something was in the room. It was just the sheer size of an unfamiliar house. And then that, like, feeling that you could not possibly just check the house. So did you ever see a... I know that you've seen The Rental. Yeah. Did you ever see 13 Cameras or the sequel to that? No. If you ever have a chance, that'll get your Airbnb little brain, like brain ticking, man. You Next time you book one, be like, oh, I'm going to get one of those apps where I check for other fucking like, Wi-Fi signals. Honestly, we haven't stayed in one since. Really? But it wasn't because of that. It's just because... 
Staying in hotels fucking cheaper. Hate to say it, but it is. It used to be the other way around. I thought, but oh well, Airbnb is hurting right now. Sorry, we're not going to get into a whole Airbnb like. Yeah, no, I don't want to talk about. But, that. But uh, no, they took a huge hit, man. In Long Beach, did I tell you they wrote notes in permanent marker in different places like door trim? They wrote it like on the mirror in the back, like really nice little house, permanent marker on shit everywhere. It defeats the purpose. I would rather just stay in a hotel. It gave me anxiety. Like it, it put me at a certain level of anxiety in the house at different times. Yeah, because you didn't feel like you had rented a house that was yours for a while. Yeah. Like I, you felt like you were staying at someone's place. Somebody didn't and they have were up uh, in your shit. They didn't have notes. chocolates out with like our names on a chalkboard with little hearts and smiley faces and shit. No. Where they're... is my colonic? <laughs> <laughs> Who says colonic anymore? I don't know. <laughs> it's a fun word to say though. If you don't know what it is, please reach out. Not gonna do it. Um so did you Anything? What'd you watch? I mean, like, other than that, the the most notable thing that I watched that I haven't already talked about on here or something mm-hmm. that isn't just in progress stuff is I made Kelly watch Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, because it's on. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's so good. I almost gave it another shot. Maybe I should. Did you not like it the first time? I just, I mean, it's a different kind of repeater. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, it's good. Bill Paxton is amazing in it. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember that Bill Paxton was in it. He's the drill sergeant. He's through the whole movie. That's odd. Bill Emily, Paxton Emily is the Blunt, central right? character. In Emily the Blunt, Tom Cruise? Yes. Yeah, that's... Bill Pat. No way. You know how I feel about the man. I think we've talked about this on the podcast recently. No. In the last three months. Are you we thinking? have talked about Bill Paxton being in Edge of Tomorrow, and you knew. I don't know. So since then, you've forgotten. No. Something is eating holes in your brain. What? <laughs> is it like a sponge, but like not a good sponge? Yeah, I'm going to find where we talked about it and show it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think we talked about Bill Paxton Weird Science before. And was that no, really Bill Paxton in Stripes? About him in Edge of Tomorrow, for sure. You think? Yes. Hmm. Absolutely. I don't know, because I feel as if we haven't discussed Edge of... Because what came to my mind was, what's that one, The Tomorrow War? The Chris Pratt is that what it's called? The Amazon. I don't think we've ever talked about that. That was, but that's the a movie that pile came... of horseshit. Yeah, it wasn't all that. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was on Amazon free, like right off the bat. Yeah, it was fine. It was an unmemorable hour and forty-five minutes. Would you watch Passengers again? I almost watched Maybe that one again to recently. Maybe to make fun of it. I almost watched. I think we saw that at the theater. You did. I remember you telling me not to go see it in the theater, and then I just never watched it for like years but now that it's popping up on streaming services here and there i'm like maybe one more time anytime there's an article about how it's problematic i read it <laughs> I'll tell you that. my clickbait is weird the things that get me i mean it is kind of creepy i guess it's rapey it... it's a little rapey <laughs> no but in a nice way no <laughs> yeah that you're not leaving that because <laughs> i can't stop I, I can't talk about rapey fingers it's a whole gaming thing that we were talking about it's like oh he's got i bet he's got rapey fingers <laughs> well i think this is the end of our hulu run uh, yeah i mean it's the last thing we talked about watching on hulu we didn't even mean to go this far it's just yeah this one was a surprise to me that we were doing one more i mean we were investigating the bottom of hulu and turns out they they just put a little more icing on top yeah they were like oh here you go and i feel like they proved our point where hulu is reliable for some weird where do you really get the weird but hulu welcomes it they're like the usa of the early 90s good weird hole in the wall video store (laughs) 
You know, they're that one that has the good cult section mm-hmm. that isn't just typical. And I've mentioned it before, but that one blockbuster in our area in Northwest Austin that had a Faces of Death. Like, yeah. What the fuck? I yeah, did, Hulu I... is that special, like, oh, shit, this is getting weird. They take some stuff from Shudder. I think they welcome the Bloomhouse stuff. Oh, definitely. Even though some of those uh, anthology series they've put out, are, they're hit or miss. I told you I had to back off for a minute because I got way too into them for well, I mean, a while. The, like, was it Into the Dark Hulu movies? They're movies. They're feature-length movies, but they're... Like a lifetime horror movie? They're episodic. Yeah, kind of. But some of them will knock your socks off, and then some of them are just like really terrible. Mm, yeah. Can't think of anything offhand. I can. There was the one that was like the Barney the Dinosaur thing. What was it? Floopy or? Oh, uh, was it Pocky? It was like Pocky. Pookie. 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 Yeah. I think it was Pookie. We felt our way there. There we go. We got there eventually. Pocky's the candy, right? Pookie. Yeah, Pocky's candy. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Ja- <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a Japanese wafer candy. Yeah. I, you, that's one where you could eat the whole box. You always eat the whole box. I try and save them. That's weird. Did you see the bigger ones? Did you ever get the bigger ones? Oh, so good. So today we watched Infinity <laughs> Pool. <laughs> was there any candy in Infinity Pool? There was no candy in Infinity Pool. Was there not? No. Not one piece of candy? Not a single fucking piece. So, Cronenberg. But let's this talk is my about... second time watching Infinity Pool. That's right. It occurred to me after we decided last week, I, I got home, and I think midweek before I watched it, I was like, he's seen it. Yeah, but I wanted to watch it again. I think this is a movie that begs you to watch it a second time. I think this movie was funnier the second time. <laughs> oh. And we're not talking about regular Cronenberg. Little Cronenberg. Freaking laser beam. They do look very similar, though. They do. If he had big, poofy hair. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a... <laughs> I didn't know it was going to go so hard. It that was shit hard. went hard. Did you like it? I did, but <laughs> it, I think it requires a long sigh. There's something I want to say, but I'm going to save it for later. It's just too much right out, right? You know, out the gate. I need to hold on to this. There's, I feel very strongly about something. Interesting. I liked it a lot the first time. I liked it even more the second time. I very much enjoyed this movie. I thought it was funny. I thought it was uh, very uncomfortable. I also like. I really, really liked the way the main character kind of wobbled teetered on this unlikable shelf oh okay well at the same time like me kind of i didn't know where you were going i kind of feel for this guy a little bit you want to but then you're like like why is he making decisions uh, yeah but that's the thing is that's what i want in a character i don't want some guy who makes good decisions that guy's fucking boring yeah this guy is not boring (laughs) he has many things boring he is not yeah. Um, and you know what? I want to go ahead and say it because it's nothing specific. For the first time, you know, an individual's interpretation of a movie is it's very important, right? You know, that's how you feel about it. It doesn't matter what, a, you know, somebody else is saying, how people review it. But this one, as soon as I was done, I wanted to understand what I was supposed to be feeling at the end if there was such a thing or the consensus you know what i mean i wanted direction because i was confused well that's why i wanted to do this movie was i would like to compare our feelings because mm-hmm. i don't i also read some reviews well and i found two things i would like to talk about later and just see if you came across those and be like do you think that's what it was that's what i have some of those too okay cool but i will make myself wait like a long time and then i'll forget about what's that supposed to mean 
because I'm good with how I feel about it, what I've decided, you know? Um, I think the ultimate spoiler-free review thing is, do you think you will watch this movie again? Okay. I don't know. I mean, in the right scenario. I know I'm a weirdo, and I was excited to do it, but... I mean, the thing is now... I'm less likely to watch a lot because of the the mass amount of you know the the, the choices that we have. Dude, don't mean how many. Oh, like the amount of movies that are. Yeah, around. yeah. It's harder to rewatch things, and so sometimes when there's, when there's so much more out something there. good that I want to talk to you about, like mm-hmm. that's why I want to do it on the podcast is because it's a good reason to rewatch a movie. I saw a lot of things the second watch. Mm-hmm. I did not see the first one, and I watched this with like rapt attention. Did not look at my phone or anything. And through your second watch, had you already looked up those things, like what people thought about the ending? No, I waited until I was done. With both? Yeah. You could say both after watches. both. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't read until I started putting this episode together. That's always the first time I look at reviews. Okay. I, I never go into a movie with preconceived other people's notions of the movie. Yeah, outside of like just like the mass availability of what's out there, you know what I mean? And the just the different movies that you can pick from right now, there's just such broad you know movies yeah. are, the selection is endless right now but i would i would i wouldn't say no it's fucking weird man it's a weird movie it's different and i got vibes from several different movies while watching it and you know, i just watched spring breakers a while back and there was even a part of it that was like it's like a weird rich fucked up spring breakers in a but not really yes. and we'll we'll talk about yeah that. yeah yeah okay i'm stopping I'm so now. for anyone who uh needs a summary there's some spoilers in the summary. It's really hard to explain this fucking movie without explaining a lot about this movie. Yeah, because me with my own like storytelling, as I develop my own stories, I watch a movie. <laughs> this one. And like you're saying, there were parts that were funny. <laughs> really funny. Like really funny. Inappropriate times. I wish I'd seen this in the theater just so I could have laughed and seen who else laughed too. I almost took Olympia to the theater to see this. Like it re- I was looking, I was like, that looks like it could be fucking weird and it's at the theater and that's when you know we were getting back out in the world and stuff i was like yeah 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 wish i would have damn and the crowd that would have been there if you would have spotted the people who did not know what they were signing up for (laughs) that's what i really would have liked i really would have enjoyed seeing and at this point i'm just like look if mia goth is in it you better know what you're expecting to sign me up what the way (laughs) i feel about that i will watch anything this woman have you watched high life yet no i haven't seen high life so the only really fun piece of trivia I found about this movie was Robert Pattinson was originally supposed to be cast as the main character. Really? Yes, but he didn't have time. Hold on. Let me just think about it real quick. It would have worked, but Skarsgård. Yeah. Read the thing. Skarsgård. Tell me about the movie. Skarsgård. Let's do this. Let's do this. We're high energy here. We're fucking high energy. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the fictional seaside country of Latolka, James Foster and his wife, M stay at an all-inclusive resort. James is an author whose first and only novel received little notice, and his second is still unwritten and overdue. M is the daughter of James's publisher, and she's, she foots the bill for their lavish lifestyle. She's You first see the movie, you're like, oh, he's the wealthy one. Like you, I just assumed it. He's living that life. But no, he's got the... He's fine. He's like, I need inspiration. You sense the tension between them yeah. pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Well, and it fucked me up because I thought he was going to be with Mia Goth at the beginning. The tension between the couple only worsens when they have dinner with Gabby, a fan of James's book and her husband, Alban. Alban? 
I thought he was sketchy as fuck. He reminded me of like one of the weird dudes from Hostel. He's got a sketchy guy smile. Yeah. Well, and then the tattoos and just the, I don't know, the whole thing. I was like, oh, this guy works for the Hostel. He's just part of the front. Um, the following day, the Ford drive to a remote beach, despite warnings from resort staff that it is dangerous to leave. That place was weird as fuck. <laughs> On their drunken trip, James runs over a local man and is arrested. The penalty for his crime is death at the hands of the victim's firstborn son, or he can pay a hefty fucking fee to have himself cloned. Memories and all, and witness his clone's execution. And it's existentially terrifying. It took me a moment to grasp at the very beginning, because I'm like, well, is this real? Is this not real? You know, like, is he tripping? Is this a hallucinogenic thing going on here? Is this a mind fuck? And I feel like the way it's presented scratches your brain as yeah. it does it. Like, it claws its way in. You're trying to piece together what the what's going on here yeah you're as confused as he is Mm -hmm. and then there's something that they acknowledge later james and em agree to pay but em is horrified by james's lack of reaction to the execution and wants to fly home immediately however dude uh james is fascinated by the spectacle and claims to have lost his passport he seemed a little out of it but it did seem odd he encourages her to leave and meets up with Gabby, Albin, and their rich friends who make an annual ritual of exploiting the country's loophole, abusing resort staff, and having psychedelic orgies. That fucking orgy. It's one of my favorite sex scenes in a movie ever. It, uh, man. They convince James to join in their crime spree, but soon, led by Gabby, the group starts to turn on James. Just to put it mildly. And then it gets <laughs> really fucking weird. <laughs> Infinity Pool was written and directed by Brandon Cronenberg, and it stars Alexander Skarsgård as James Foster, Skarsgård, Skarsgård, Mia Goth as Gabby, Cleopatra Coleman as M, Jaleel Lespert as Alban. It's hard to say. It's very clipped. Jaleel. Amanda Bruegel as Jennifer, John Raston as Dr. Moden, call me Bob, <laughs> Jeff Ricketts as Charles, Caroline Bolton as Bex, and Thomas Kitchman as Detective Thresh, who Looked so familiar to me. He did. He's, he's uh, been in some stuff. Yeah. I didn't check, but he's definitely been in things. Definitely a Nazi doctor type. Yes. And I've watched enough true crime to know that uh, his questioning, he was leading him all the way. The film premiered in January of 2023 and was released in VOD a month later, which is not to say that it was unsuccessful. Infinity Pool grossed $1.1 million on its first day and finished opening weekend with $2.7 million, which is not necessarily a lot. But not only is that pretty good for a body horror science fiction vacation movie, this divisive, but that outgrosses the entire lifetime run of his father's last movie, Crimes of the Future. <laughs> Get the episode at the last video store clerks. <laughs> but to beat Daddy and then to put this out, and I've seen all of Brandon Cronenberg's movies now, and he's getting better at making them. This movie felt more formed than Possessor and... Uh, antiviral i don't know that i liked it that much well weird story i feel like i've seen the other ones like i've never seen them but they've been on hulu i feel like for sure <laughs> you know what i mean i was like well what exactly has he done because i just didn't know off the top of my head i was like oh i've seen the cover but i haven't watched it like oh and i've seen the cover haven't watched it you i know? would say watch possessor antiviral meh not possessors the masky face the mask yeah or the face Possessor is visually like this movie. Antiviral, I've looked at several times. I've been on That's a hard play. one to pull the trigger on. I've been on play, dude. It's been highlighted, and I've yet to hit it. You might do it one day. Possessor, I would recommend over it. Neither of them are as good as this. They're oh. all headed for that. And I think that's something his dad does, too. You remember how we were talking with Crimes of the Future that he's been trying to get to this for a long time, that it seems like he keeps trying to write this movie over and over again? I think Brandon Cronenberg has like an idea of what he wants to do, 
and each movie is getting a little bit closer to that. <laughs> this one, I think, is, as far as I'm concerned, perfect. I thought this was a perfect weird movie. It was. It also didn't bore me at all. No. And it could have yeah, easily it, stepped over that line. I kept expecting something else that never happened. It felt like it was going to be a triangle of sadness, white lotus, eat the rich kind of thing, you know? And it did that, but then it stepped way over that fucking line. The shit you just think of rich people doing. Yeah, you kind of do, but I think because you're in with this guy who thinks he's a rich guy, but also knows he isn't. And that's the character's back and forth, is he's dealing with mediocrity that he married into thinking higher of himself than he should. And his marriage is kind of not doing great. No, I mean, I'm sure, you know, fireworks in the beginning. But what, he said 10 years? They'd been together 10 years? The flame was running low. Yeah, and it's been six since his book came out. Well, yeah, we find that out later. Pretty early at dinner. Was it dinner? Yeah. The first dinner at the Chinese restaurant they talked about it? Yeah, she'd been waiting six years for his next book to come mm. out, is what she tells him. I think he also, the movie is just long enough to where he reiterated information that was important, and he did it really tactfully later on, without making you feel like he was pointing, like, oh, I've written something too complicated for you to understand. You know, he just reminds you subtly. And he did it very tastefully, I think. Not that hit you over the head and let's recap all the scenes. Something was amiss the whole time. <laughs> just because of... I knew like who was in it. That was the one thing that was throwing me off. I kept trying to jump ahead on that, and I'm like, just quit it. Go with the movie. Watch this. The watch trailer this shit was unfold. not very revealing. Not at all of the plot of the movie. It simply showed you like this is going to be weird. And I thought it was more of like trapping him and his wife, like not just more focused on his experience and him. Or like you know the very beginning that I thought something was going to go somewhere else with the locals. You know the guy tearing it up at the resort on the ATV. I think a little bit that. It did, though. I think that maybe that guy who was doing that was because he knew there were some people here. About talking. to go. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, uh, so the guy who rents them a car when they mm -hmm. go to the beach, mm -hmm. his name is Thresh. And then the detective says you might recognize that name because it's also the last name of the guy who rented you a car mm -hmm. earlier. And uh, was that his cousin? Yeah. And the fact that he pointed it out a second time, like I noticed the first time. But then when he like drew attention to it, I was like, well, wait a minute. No one's supposed to leave the resort. But someone with your fucking last name rented doing this guy it? a car earlier. And I rewound to see if it was the same guy. And they don't really show him mm. the first time. So maybe purposefully. But I couldn't track it backwards. It's just supposed to be his cousin. I feel like something was going on the whole time. Entrapment with Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> she dips beneath the lasers. His first meeting with uh, with Gabby. With the four-wheeler? You knew it was going to get wild. Well, that was the thing, too. You knew it was, was going to get wild. She said that she'd been watching him for a couple days. So that made me suspicious of her already. That maybe she just looked up this guy's one book. Yeah. Well, her husband, Albin, like I said, he was giving me hostile, uh, like, salesman guy. He had or... untrustworthy teeth. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there were a little gap teeth. They stuck out a little bit. The smile was a little too crazy. Yeah. The tattoos, yeah, they were untrustworthy tattoos. Untrustworthy Like, tattoos. a little too subtle, but very obvious at the same time. And I felt like the tattoos didn't match a man who was supposed to be of that stature, that lifestyle. 
Like his tattoos were a little more hardcore than who he was supposed to be, I felt like. What did you think of the perfecting the art of acting like she couldn't do? <laughs> like failing? She perfected failing? Perfected failing. Yeah. Oh, man. And the way she does it, too, you're like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Um, I loved it, and I loved the way how M was so dismissive. Like, <laughs> that's fucking weird, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, she was. Um, she's like, oh, fucking cute. You want to fuck my husband? I feel it from here. She knew what was up. I felt bad for M, man. Uh, you know, character wise. Oh yeah, M. M really... got the shit end of the stick, dude. M was just like, you know, like you're, she's paying for everything. They'd been together for a while. You know, on paper they should have been a good couple, but there was trouble. What was weird was that was making me think of the Eat the Rich movie his father made, Cosmopolis, which was not very good. <laughs> but uh. The wife in that also kind of feels like M, in a way. Yeah. You know, she's just kind of the innocent bystander. You don't feel super bad for her because she's this mega rich woman, you know? But then at the same time, like, this kind of steps over the line. It didn't go that far in Cosmopolis. But I also felt like that was the innocent bystander wife, in a way. Poor M. I don't understand why she had to watch the execution. It's the law. Scott, it's, it's part of the law. law that your wife has to watch the execution. Maybe too? all parties involved. Anyway, whoever paid, whoever paid. Well, and also she was in the vehicle. All parties involved. Yeah, but and you know so what? Gabby and they they said they they weren't there. But yeah, right? and then Gabby and Alden said they weren't there. But then because she didn't commit the crime, she never got she never got cloned. So but by the later, way, she seems to be friends enough with the detective to where she can get a spare clone. Mm -hmm. And did we make it clear that they're cloning? I just want to emphasize again, like, when you fuck up, you can pay to get cloned, and they'll kill the clone. That clone sequence was really psychedelic, too, I, and disorienting. I felt like I was at the chocolate factory, dude. Like, You know what I mean? Like, we were going down the chocolate fucking river. Yeah, and we're not talking about Timothy fucking Chalamet's chocolate factory. <laughs> no. Stop it. I really liked... The change in look, because she thought he had no reaction to the execution. Oh, but really? But it went from like him being like stony and freaked out and just kind of in shock mm -hmm. to fascination. Yes. Yes. Did you feel a little bit like Gabby saw that in him and maybe set him up for this? What was with the headlights when he was driving? Yes. Yes. That's where I'm like, conspiracy starts to creep into my brain. Yeah, because like, cause then, then towards the very beginning, you're like, well, was that a setup? Did they have someone throw that guy out in the road? It wasn't. Like, that crossed my mind for a split second. And I was like, no, no, it wasn't that deep. Like, that didn't, there weren't layers there. Yeah, no, later, no, no, no. She no. called him a bad driver, but That's what like, it, well, later, totally wasn't his fault. She does say, Gabby does say later, like, we didn't even have, you fucked up yourself. She says that, but the headlight thing still throws me. So I think he was just in shock from the awkward hand job. He was hammered also. They were all fucking shit-faced. They were. And then he gets the sneaky surprise HJ from behind after pissing. There's an NC-17 cut of this movie, apparently. But I read about it. It's just dick. It's fake dick they cut out of it. Like silicone Mark Wahlberg penis. No way. That's what they cut out, and then there was some more shots of cum on the rock. I'm surprised that they showed any. Normally, a mainstream video service, you're not seeing the actual, the love juice. Yeah, and there was a much tinier cock later. Oh, yeah. So is tiny cock okay, but big cock not okay? Big fake cock? With the old if man If it's implied like... that it's like a big cock. 
But this guy was like, he was rocking like a fupa and a cock. Exactly. Like a like an oversized clitoris. It was. It was like a weird like dog clitoris. Like, like Adam Sandler shit. Yeah. Dogs got a four inch clit. And it was clit. real too. Yeah, that guy was, he got paid. I've seen old naked men in movies before, but I've never seen that body form. Yeah. From it's probably just some guy in Budapest they hired because that's where they shot most of the movie. Was it? Yeah. Budapest? I did notice when he loses his passport later mm-hmm. on, they didn't show him hide it, did they? No. They never showed him hide it. They showed him find it. It's not until he gets it at the end when, uh, like, but later the end on. he does it so fast, you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, it wasn't missing the whole time. It wasn't missing the whole time. But I, I felt like the first time that I knew that. That was the case. It was the way he was looking for his passport. I thought, like, I don't know where it is. I didn't even think it was the. I didn't think it was the detective. I didn't think it was the crooked police. I thought it was Alden and Gabby. That they took his passport. Yep, as part of the game. That wouldn't have been unreasonable. That's what I assumed. He hit it. Because yeah, Emma's ready to bail. But like you were saying earlier, this man wanted to have a good time. He came for inspiration. <laughs> Sometimes you got to step outside the box. <laughs> like, well, Gabby might have been very crazy, very, very crazy, damn. but she's not wrong about what he came for and that she gave it to him. Yeah, at one point I was like, this better not be like a sixth day situation or like, <laughs> you know what I mean, where they get mixed up. <laughs> but they did acknowledge the mix up thought process, the doctor. The first meet of the, uh, I don't know, dude. First meet of the what? I was trying to think of what to call them. The the elites. Their first little hangout where M is, poor M. She's like freaking out in the hotel room. He goes to have drinks with the fucking crazy people. This is where the introductions are made. Man. I thought that doctor was maybe the one doing the experiments and this was part of the fuck with you game. Yeah, maybe. A little bit. I knew that there was something more to all that. And then there were things that made me doubt it. Because, like, they broke into the gift shop to steal those masks. And I think the first time I had watched it, I thought they went and took those from some sort of ceremonial something or other. But this time I was like, oh, that's the fucking gift shop. Because the the gift shop got a shout out at the beginning. Yeah. You can get the masks. They told you that's where the masks were. And I want one. Those were, man. The one with the coins. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, the one with the coins was good. The one he. Alexander Skarsgård wears? Yeah. They smoking the cigar? Mm-hmm. That one was good. That one was really good as well. That one and the coins got me. Those were my two. The one with all the little beady spots, like the pores or what? That one just creeped me the fuck out. Yeah, that one freaks me out. Because I think that's the first one you see when the band is playing or whatever. And They're I'll... spooky fucking masks. That shit is intense. Not a fun Mardi Gras time. No. That's the fucking guy you stay away from. They really said the rain's a coming. I did really appreciate that the first thing the doctor brings up is like, what if they killed you because it's like the uh that's what i'm saying the acknowledgement of like the possibility yeah, that there was the, a switch it's the transporter thing that's fucked with me since childhood the star <laughs> trek transporter thing where it disassembles your molecules uh-huh. and rebuilds you somewhere else so it kills you and makes a new you over there that's how that thing works i don't think i've ever thought of it like that why'd you do that to me fucked me up my whole life man god damn it I've never thought of it like that. But that that is the existential problem we have in this movie, is what if that first you, what if this is the 12th Gabby, Mm -hmm. you know? And then you got that when they're all in the room and they're demanding that they've been waiting for too long and then you realize it's a room full of clones. (laughs) But is it? They're all wearing fucking hospital gowns. It was a good transition though right there. I liked it. I thought about it, but I was like, nah. And then it It caught me off guard and that scene shifts very quickly 
from everybody like panicking and you thinking something's wrong and then when they're all like watching and having yeah, a good pans time out and they're in the it stands. starts to be like not a big deal Mm-mm. like the way they slit everyone's throat it looks very oh it's it's not that well and thanks for throwing me a bone to kind of narrow down what exactly is going on because at that point you're kind of getting it like oh this is sport for sure I feel like at that point, it's still not 100% clear. Like, you may still be doubting. Yeah, but they're literally like, now he's in the company of people who, they're here for this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're going to make a That's, clone of me. It's like a confirmation. And I'm going to watch it die, and I'm going to have fun doing it. And again, we're in a world where, like, the fact that this procedure is not being questioned in itself. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, they're cloning us? Like, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, well, fuck yeah. Where's the ATM? With the weird soldier standing next to me while i get my local currency out how much money is in that fucking atm dude yeah and i mean at that point (laughs) who stocks that atm who stocks that atm and i mean do they just like the soldier walks away then he walks right back has a key and puts that like back in there better fill it back up again so it just pulled out eight million dollars we need more fucking monopoly money over here guys so it wouldn't be that far-fetched to think that possibly they're all in cahoots at least with the detective who's making fucking bank you know later he does make a clone of god i forgot his of name james of james yeah, yeah. for for, for just fun money for know, fun just for fun not for punishment okay you like you guys want to buy one sure oh like, yeah no okay. problem yeah 10 percent markup because you didn't do anything but you, you guys are good for it yeah and that old switcheroo really i didn't see that coming so part of me was like, this definitely isn't going to be the detective. The bag was on the head too long. That's when I started to realize. I was looking and I was like, wait, is that a feminine figure? I was like, is that M? But man, when he does drugs that second time, he goes feral. Alexander Skarsgård. That's why Robert Pattinson oh, when wouldn't he's doing have the... been as good in this. Eric Northman, vampire god. You know? like, <laughs> but not anymore. Like That guy, he plays off the I'm a handsome man mm-hmm. so well. Yeah. He, he uses it to great effect instead of... There's people who would you know do the opposite of it. Do the Charlize Theron monster thing. I'm so beautiful, now I'm going to be the ugliest person. But he never does that. He's like, I'm beautiful and I'm going to do this completely like dog collar shit. Yeah, like contort his own body like just the facial expression the, yeah, the neck yeah, things I don't know and spitting yeah. up all over himself. what are those called what are the things that go from like the upper chest to like the chin you know up the I don't know those neck tendons those weird little tendons yeah. Ugh, his were out and fucking raw yeah man. the Skarsgård tendons are thick the Skarsgård neck tendons <laughs> <laughs> but I was like are they trying to get him to fuck up the wife and then be like <laughs> rich people games I also feel like it's been a while since we've watched a movie or even I've watched a movie period that the arc of the beginning of the movie is down it gets worse and worse and worse and once you hit the middle it starts to go back up again like oh the fun the fun is starting again because the midpoint is when he hooks up with all the rich people and he thinks he's like oh this is what I came for so yeah the orgy the orgy was good especially with uh the husband, he was all crouched down, cuckled just like, by the bed, just jerking off. But kind of like touching feet and legs, but not really like yeah, a foot fetish. Kinda, uh... Well, but he's kind of like... Yeah, it kind of <clears throat> makes the like the untrustworthy smile make sense that he's like this fucking floor cuck, you know? Yeah, man, floor cuck. Nice. Yeah. I'm a little worm. A little <laughs> worm boy. Well, and he had already sustained an injury at that point, so he's just powering through it on the dope, huh? That's my wife. Yeah. Let me get a whiff of that root. That root, though. Man. I want some of that root. What I liked about that sex scene was it starts out kind of hot, then it gets weird, and then it gets fucking gross. Yeah, like what was up with like a, what, like the tree sap breast? Let's yeah. call it the tree sap nip. 
I don't know, man. Something definitely slimy coming out of that nipple. Mm-hmm. But and then what, somebody sucks on it, it, right? Yeah. yeah. Whose nipple was it, though? Yeah, and that's one of those visual things. Like I said, there were horror movies that you would not find at most video stores back in the day where you would that's where you would see that type of shit. I'm seeing that more and more in these mainstream movies. I like it. It's I'm yeah. just gonna come right out and say I'm that guy. I'm the guy they do that for. Yeah, a lot of people are like, Oh, that's too taboo. Like, oh I don't know. Like the jizz on the rocks. Yeah, you... I wanna see the jizz on the rocks. Let's go all the way. I'm the guy who's saying right now, let's clone human beings. <laughs> Let's do it in real life. Zero to 100, man. You just fucking boom. I mean, it goes all the way there because they take him off the bus when he tries to leave and he gets freaked out by his double being the the detective. And it's all just a fun joke. And how about that, like, carolers outside his room with the mask? <laughs> like, That's, I would have laughed so hard if I was in the theater and I saw that. Oh, let's go fuck He's with having him. his worst moment. He's and they're tripping like, shit up there like, fuck, they beating the shit out of myself and they're just laughing at me. And then they're like, <laughs> I like how he's like full J.G. Ballard cocaine night leaving with his hat on dressed as like a rich guy again earlier in the movie it's not a continuity thing if I t were to wear a nice hat like that in a convertible it would not stay on my head I'm almost convinced especially backseat maybe he's got a bobby pin I don't know it's not to me it's not I'm just like dude I could never pull that off how how the fuck do people do that sorry it's the magic of Hollywood it is in budapest and if you've ever been in a convertible you know the back seat that's where that's where that wind be at <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah no he tries to get away and they pull up all like uh, like mad max like fucking <laughs> the bikers dude the way she changes when she's calling him off the bus and she has the gun her expressions are just floating between like glee and anger and hate she and does full-on crazy like, full on, this is the chick you need to stop dating and move. She's fucking amazing. I cannot believe the acting chops on this woman. It's all a similar genre, but she kills it. She's meant for all of these. And yeah, she's in High Life. And she's very different in every fucking movie. Well, I'll watch High Life. If you had told me that she was in it before, I think I had. I think you brought it up in context, and I didn't know what you were talking about. Because you oh. never told me she was in it. We talked about it during Cosmopolis because... Oh, maybe it caught you off guard because I finally brought up that she was in it just now, tonight? Yes. This evening? I think you that would have been better information served before. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Wait, let me go pay the guy to send a duplicate of me back. This is how you lose the time war. <laughs> but it goes all the way once we finally get to where he has to beat his own self to death the canine version but still that's the that's the dual thing the double's gonna fight yeah especially when he's all doped up on fucking uh dab and root that root dab that root dab that root dab dude smear that shit on there smoke it up huff the ball they probably been sticking that in the dog's face too you oh. know that he went to uh it was either a premiere or something but he was on the red carpet in a dog collar and mia goth was leading him around no way and he did that for an event yeah. Badass. That's why I like that guy. He's a sense of humor about himself. He's cool. He's not a typical handsome man. What is it, The Northman? Yeah, you got to watch it. I uh, it's it's I put it. So what I did was I took it out and put it back, so it went to the front. So I did do that. I took a step. I'm closer. I told you it would work. Oh, it's closer. I'm closer. The breastfeeding though. The end. The bloody breast after the dog kill. That to me is like the. Let's just take it all the way over the edge. Yeah. And again, one of those things that used to be in the hard-to-find horror, thriller, psychotic fucking movies out there. Um, it was excessive breastfeeding. Like me, myself, and Irene. 
It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> no. so fun. It's not as fun. I know. It was definitely not the same feel as me. <laughs> it, myself, it was a little I mean. desperate. But how about them like talking about the errands they were going to run when they went back? Everybody just going back to normal. When everybody's on the shuttle and they've, I guess he passed his test or he was enough fun. Or maybe they just hit end of season. Maybe they maxed out on time. That, I think that was it. <laughs> they were like, well, fuck, yeah. we got to get back. The drawbridge is going up. You know, when I get bored, I repaint the house too. No. Yes. But then even in that conversation, she dismisses what that chick is saying and starts talking to Alden. It's the lifestyle. But it's like on to the next. And then later at the airport, she's done with him. Nothing but a toy. What I didn't remember from my first watch was I kind of thought that he just got on the plane and left. I didn't didn't remember that the movie ended with him back at the resort, back at the resort. And no one's there and it's raining. <laughs> so, yes, I had to look it up immediately after the movie. I never do that. I'm you had, like, you had to look what up exactly what I was supposed to feel about the end. Oh, you looked up what you should feel about the end. What, how I should be understanding or what the average person who's written about this movie thought about what the ending meant. And what, did, what conclusion have you come to? The bigger one was... No, we, what, which one have you come to? I like that... You're a movie reviewer too, Frank. I know. And what I would like to land on is I did agree with the fact that You've touched on it a lot tonight. He didn't really belong. That's he what gave me empathy for this character. He didn't really belong, and so he needed to be at the place where he felt everything made sense. Yeah, and he was never going to get there. And he was never going to be there in the real world. But in this place, he was king for a day. You know what I mean? Maybe a little bit, yeah. He went through some shit. And even well, though, I think that was probably the problem with his book was he had it was he was a man who had never experienced any sort of mm-hmm. but, terrifying moment. You but know? then, yeah, well, I mean, when you're when everything is this intense, all these realizations, all this like uh, these happenings, you can't go back to fucking going and getting coffee. Yeah, you like know, these and people like, that are going to go back to their uh, yeah. just normal lives because this is who they are. Even if they took advantage, he'll be there for them next year. I mean, if somebody gets the ticket, the other one, this is what else is out there. And it did cross my mind, but I didn't like it as much. He was the clone. They fucked up after the very first clone. I thought that was kind of amazing, but I was like, I don't need that from this movie. No. And I feel like if that was what it was, he wouldn't have let that ambiguous. We'll see. They're saying there was a whole there's. Did you read anything on that one? No, not like that. I usually don't read inferred ending explained things i know because whatever i got i feel like very competent no no i'm very good with like he finally was alive and so you can't leave there why give it up he had self-destructed he had nothing to go back to and he had nothing to look forward to but the whole thing with like him being the because there was this there's a whole thing several different theories that kind of spin off from that but after the initial clone, that first time was a fuck up. The first one that dies by the sun was him. Well, I mean, that could very well be. And because of the clone, remember how they talked about how meticulous you had to be about perfecting the clone? Because it has to be you. So even though he was the clone, that place was like home because that's where he was born. So uh, somewhere deep in there. But that's the direction that you could say a group of people were taking this. Strongly disagree that it goes that far. <laughs> and like I said, we've looked up things like this for movies here and there, but most of the time there's movie they were movies that I saw and it was just like, well, let's see what, you know, went on. But uh no, I'm good with that was the most alive he ever was. That was the most, you know, the closest to living he'd ever felt. So why leave? I like this movie very much. It was good. It's gonna live in my head. 
Okay, simple answer. I'd watch it again. I think you should because you'll see things that you didn't see the first time. I definitely did. Maybe. Yeah, I won't let my brain stray as much if I were to do it again. You know, I would be trying to second guess things. Yeah, or there like, was a lot of fun in not knowing that first yeah. time. But when they're having a great time, man, like after the orgy night, they're having breakfast the next morning. Like it's, That guy, you're like, why is he pissed off? And you're like, wait, <laughs> just fucking those phone were the olives or something he's just like launching them from his were they all naked at the fucking breakfast buffet well done yeah fantastic movie i can't wait to see the next brandon cronenberg movie well i think they're just gonna get either weirder or better but i don't think they're gonna make less sense to put that extra sick shit out there and i'm not in a bad way just damn we need it yeah let's get past the the norm on some of these things brandon cronenberg understands body horror on a level that a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. I think there are there, there are a lot of things you can call body horror. This wasn't just a body horror movie. It was also an existentially terrifying body horror movie. The way The Fly was, or the way, you know, Let's put a lot this- of his dad's work has that aspect of like, how am I not myself? What if I'm not myself? You know, that kind of thing. And that's really what fucks with me. More so than like, grow in a quado, you know? <laughs> yeah i mean to your average movie watcher living in a pg-13 world this will get you out of your comfort zone yeah grow the fuck up watch this this will get you out of your comfort zone quick man it's that shit you used to get on dvd through the mail from overseas and next time we're gonna watch a movie we've been talking about watching since the very first episodes of this podcast becky Becky next week. Becky. Becky. Man. We need to do a mini too. We'll find something. Things are slowing down and things may turn into nothing eventually. We may have nothing new. We'll have time to go back and watch all the things we missed because they're going to put all the writers out of work mm-hmm. and all the actors are just going to wait around. They waited long enough to where they'll make it. And if, you know, we wait long enough, I'm, I'm going to get to see Wild Hogs. Oh, finally. <laughs> Did you know that Tim Allen was a conservative? Yeah, man. <laughs> you didn't see that coming? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> ho Thanks, everyone, for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.